Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie Jean. <laughs> hey, Jean. She wasn't expecting that one. No, I wasn't. That no was one was sad. expecting the soulfulness. <laughs> the beautiful rendition. Yeah. I'm going to start every podcast episode from now on singing. Um, For all of our sakes, don't. <laughs> I'm going to s- sing everything that I say now throughout the podcast. And no one's going to listen. <laughs> I read a great series this week. You did. I did. You did. It actually made me, who was not in the mood for a fantasy book, to want to pick this up Honestly, like, okay, over the past, I guess, two weeks since we last spoke to you on this kind of level, the tables have turned a little bit. Katie read um, Mile High by Liz Hopper, mm-hmm. my one of my top, like, five hockey romances ever, and I read a fantasy series. I know. Who are we? And I'm listening to play with me. I know. Okay, first of all, finally that Katie's actually getting on to the hockey romances <laughs> that I've been recommending to her since literally, like, August. Literally. I mean, Play With Me came out in October. I wasn't in the mood. Yeah, okay, understandable. And now I'm not in a fantasy mood, so I'm like, bring on your recommendations. Yeah. I think this entire month, I don't think I've read one fantasy book. That's... Very not like me. Yeah. I will have a few done before the end of the month, though, since I just started Hunted by Fate. But I'm going to read Hunted by Fate, and then Secretly Yours, yeah. and then I'm going right into book two of Dora No World. Yes. Because of you. Honestly? Okay, so we we did da- Daughter of No Worlds, the first book. So the series is The War of Lost Hearts, but Daughter of No Worlds, book one, we did last week's podcast. Mm-hmm. And Was phenomenal. it last week? No. Two weeks. Uh, no. Last week was all over. Oh my god, you guys. Are you okay? No, I'm never okay. <laughs> but this is like literally how it always goes with us, right? I know. No, last week was All Roads. The week before that was Spilling the Tea. The week before that was Daughter of No Worlds. Okay, so January fantasy pick was Daughter of No Worlds, Jesus. the first book. And we loved it. And I wanted to immediately get into books two and three. But I don't know. Like Powerless came out. Jasper Vale came out. We had I had the right move arc. Like there was just like a lot that we, you know, that was mm-hmm. new and that we had to read. I don't want to say had to read, that we wanted to read. Yes. And so, finally, last week, I was like, all right, I'm going to start book two, um, which is, again, these are Children of Fallen Gods. And by the time that it, I finished on Friday, Thursday or Friday, I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, I think I was, like, texting you, and I was like, this is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. I think I got, like, a few chapters into, or, like, I was halfway through of the third book, um, Mother of Death and Dawn. And I was like, I want a tattoo. <laughs> Which obviously equates to like, okay, well, great. Then if I like the series too, I'm getting the same one. <laughs> like, I, I've i seen like the series on TikTok a bunch. But like, not as much as I like would expect. I know that her other series or what will be a series, Serpent of, of and Wings, Wings of Night. Night, is more popular. Fucking incredible. And again, it's only one, only one book is out now. Yeah. Uh, the Daughter of No Worlds trilogy is completed. Um, the author's Chris of Broadbent, for anybody wondering, but, like, it's so good, and, like, yes, I see people talking about it, but, like, 
I was saying to Katie, I was like, it is like a top three like fantasy series. Like I like I'm putting this like up with like Akatar and like Throne of Glass, which is incredible. So yeah. of course, because I wasn't in the mood, because you kept saying like, holy fucking shit, this is just so fucking good. Like you've been raving yes. about it. Now I'm like, I need to read this. Like I love Plated Prisoner. I would burn my Plated Prisoner books for the series. Shut the fuck up. I swear. Slade? You burn Slade? I love Slade. I love Slade's dirty mouth. Slade is so fucking hot. Teresa? And I'm not saying, okay. Slade is so fucking hot. I love Max. Not because he's so hot. I just, like, love Max as a person. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, I I would want to have sex with Slade. Give me, like, one night with Slade. Maybe two nights. (laughs) Give me a lifetime with Max. So you'd like fuck Slade, marry Marry Max. Like Max's husband. And he is just like, I mean, you read the first book. We won't do spoilers now. He's amazing. He is like traumatized. Like he needs, not, I don't want to be like, oh, like she's coming in and fixing him because he doesn't need to be fixed. But like, he's just like the sad boy, like with like a heart of gold and like, but still, they're, they're like, both, not like, like a... Like, because, again, remember that I hate... I shouldn't say hate. That's a very strong word. I am not the biggest fan of, like, two broken, broken people. And, like, she's definitely very strong, which I well, like Well, as I said, they both are... Like, they both are broken, but they're very, very strong-willed. Strong. Yes. That's why I think... And they're just, like, I really like, yeah. good people. Like, I think, they're like, the great whole characters. point of the series is, like... Like... Kind of like they're both like so morally strong where like they, I mean, it's a war all through. I mean, I would say the last two books are like very heavily involved in the war. The last book, there's like maybe three chapters where like there's not some shit hitting the fan. Um, and I don't want to give away because Katie or whoever hasn't read it, but um, you like the villains kind of change or they evolve. I would say they evolve and there's more than one villain and like they all are such complex characters. I think this is why I like it so much because like in Akatar you get the King of Highburn and like he's very like one note. He's just like oh he's a villain. Yeah. Like you don't get a background on him. You don't like get to know him. Um and even in like Throne of Glass like I feel like there's like you, you don't understand like the motivation besides the fact that they're just like corrupt and want power. But, like, you get, like, to understand, like, the motivations and what is causing, like, this war to happen. Okay. And you almost can, like, empathize with, with the villains. Okay. Like, I don't even want to call them villains. Like, yes, they're, like, technically the bad guys because they're against Tasana and Max's side. But they're, like... But there's more yes, than just to like, the eye. Yeah, like, like, they're sympathetic characters. I like it. Yeah. I'm very excited. Like, I'm going to... Like, when you leave, I'm cooking dinner... And I'm plowing through more of Hunted by Fate. That's by Shannon Mayer. Meyer. Meyer. Mayer. Mayer. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. You know how bad we are with. We are terrible. But Taken by Fate was book one. Yes, and loved it. Obsessed. Like, and she's, she's like, notorious for writing good fantasy books that you, they're not, they're not deep. Like, there's yeah. no crazy world building. Like, yes. you flow They're high in. fantasy because they're, like, completely made up worlds. But they're yeah. very easy to pick up on. And, like, it starts... It, her and C.N. Crawford are very similar to me. Yes. And, like, their yes. writing styles and the storytelling. Yes. It's, you get, like, the backstory of everything, but it's a bit more surface level yes. than something super deep. But she's got a way of, like, pulling you in. They're always short. 
I like for me, I always take a little bit longer to read a fantasy book because there's a little bit more to digest and pay attention yes. to. But her, she reads more of like a contemporary where you can kind of plow through. Like I could, I think that Taken by Fate. I think I finished. I it think like I a finished day. it in a day. Yeah. And it's vampires, which I'm not. A, I love the fact that like vampires are making a little bit of yes. a comeback, and because it's not like corny vampire. Like, no. I feel like I don't know. I feel like for a while there, the vampire like thing was like getting corny. Yes. Kind of like there's some books when I'm like. People are just, like, writing them as Faye because Faye were popular, but, like, they don't actually understand, like, how to write, like, a good fantasy book with Faye, and it kind of comes off corny. Like, no, like, it's a very well-done, fan- like, vampire I fantasy I agree, and book. there's, like, werewolves, but, like, it makes, it just, yeah, it's just so well done. It's not twilight No, not no. at all. Like, it's very adulty, and, like, yes. there is no spice in book one. A lot of fucking tension there's one scene in particular. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they all, like, she writes spicy books. It's yes. just more, book one, there isn't because there's so much tension. Yes, but, like... It's a slow burn. So it's a slow burn. here for it. Yeah. Book two, um, I think is coming out the 27th. Please hold while I... For what I was right, the 27th. Um, I also just like really like her, the covers. Yeah. But there's just something about her that I enjoy. So we got the arc, um, so I'm going to be plowing through this, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited. And then we're going to be doing Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey. Yeah, next week. And again, I'm riddled with anxiety, so we all know that I can't... I'm a procrastinator, but, like, I've learned, because I almost did this with Book of Azrael, where I almost didn't finish in time to record with you, and I'll never fucking do it again, because that was a lot of fucking pressure. And we have, okay, like, coming up, we have a lot. Yeah. Like, we were, okay, so we just, we'll get to our Barnes & Noble trip in a minute, but we were, like, secretly yours is next week, mm-hmm. we're doing Breath Mints and Battle Scars, and we're going to do Court of Silver Flames as well in, month, in yeah. March, because there's three, five ones. Five Wednesdays. Yes. In the month of March. And we also have the Taken by Fate arc mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, we have, I believe we're getting the Megan Quinn arc. Oh, by the way, guys, we are. <laughs> yeah. Fun right? fact. Oh my <laughs> God. This, well, this was very new. This is very new. Uh, Megan Quinn interview coming. Yeah. Soon. March 7th or 8th. Like, yeah. Whatever that Wednesday is potentially. March 8th. March 8th. Yes. So we're interviewing her on the 5th. Um, her newest book coming out, you guys, is a hockey romance. So excited so. for that. But I think we're, we should be receiving that this week. Yes. Um, I have another MM hockey romance by Serena Bowen uh, coming this week. Um, we are on the ARC team for the Twisted Sisters. And Game of Malice and Greed is coming out first week of March, second week of March. So we know that that's coming soon. Yeah. So I'm, and I'm also going to Florida for like, I think like eight, nine days. Um, to visit family and I mean I'll be relaxing on the beach don't get me wrong I will be reading a lot but again there's just you know other things are going to be happening I'm like we have so much to read so much to read (laughs) in so little time literally I feel like I feel like both of our clocks are ticking because like I feel like in April so fun fact I don't know if anyone knows this about me but I like to move um, <laughs> oh, I was like, I thought you were going to say that you're pregnant. I'm like, everybody knows no, you're pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> but like, I'm due at the end of April, aka beginning of May. Um, so I just feel like it's going to, like, I think April's going to hit and I'm going to be, like, prepping for her arrival. Mind you, I don't know why, but I'm, like, weirdly busy in March. Like, everyone made no, plans. No, same. I have not a single weekend. Yeah. Oh, same. actually, the first, oh, no. I have not a single free weekend same. in March. I don't have a free weekend. I think call I Call me one. in April, like, literally. Literally call me in April, but, like, also don't call me in April because I'm not leaving my house at, like, Basically, ten months pregnant. No. Um. So I think I'm gonna be prepping for that, but also like looking for a place to live. So, such fun. 
Um, and then, like, I, I just, like, it's just, like, what the hell? Like, we have so much to do. Literally so much going on. And, of course, I, like, I haven't been, I've been in the mood to read, but, like, we've been trying to, like, pressure ourselves to read. Yeah, I, okay, I read a lot less, like, okay, of course, there is a week left of February. Yes. But December, I read 21 books. Not December, January. I, seriously, something's wrong with my brain. Um, and so far this month, I've only read, I say only, but I think 12. Yeah. And... I want to say that three of them were audiobooks. That's pretty good. Which, like, again, like, so I technically only, like, sat down yeah. and read, like, nine books. Which, like, is really good for me as a person who says that I'm taking a step back. Like, Correct. Because I have a lot going on and, like, sometimes, yeah, you do feel really pressured to be, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, like, put pressure on myself because, like, oh, everybody else is reading so much. It's more of just like there's I, so much coming out, so much coming out, and like so much and like reading. and when you know when you commit to an arc or like when you're on like an arc team, like you have to. Read and it. again, first of all, problems. I'm not complaining. Like we're so blessed to have these opportunities. Absolutely. But um, you know, you don't want to like let the authors down because they're like you know no, you trusting you. Read it in a timely yeah, manner. Exactly. Handing them out to you. Yeah. So um, yeah. But I'm trying to just like if it takes me a week to read a book, that's okay. Exactly. Especially with work and everything, and like having a busy weekend, like. It's okay. Yeah. Like we, fun fact, we were also together yesterday. <laughs> and also Saturday. <laughs> so it's, we're recording this Monday night. We literally, blah, 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 blah. we were together Saturday for like two hours. Yeah. Because you were going to quote unquote stop by for 30 minutes and stay for two hours. Literally. And then yesterday we went bowling. <laughs> then we went to lunch with our husbands. Um, and then we were like, oh, like after lunch, Gil and I were like, oh, do you guys want to come over and just hang out for like a little bit? And we're like, yeah, sh-. they were like, yeah, sure. And then literally, 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 how many times can I say literally? Oh, someone should count and we'll give you a prize. Don't count how many times I say like. <laughs> Same. It's um, terrible. Yeah. What time did we get back? Okay. So we went bowling at 12. We bowled until about like 145. Yeah. We probably like ate lunch around like 2, 2.30. Probably got back to your house around like, like 3. 3. 3.30. But like all of a sudden I was like staring at like Teresa's um, TV box and I'm, I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't say 8.17. That's got to be, like, 6. Like, I'm not seeing this correctly. And then Teresa's like, no, 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 it's 8. It's like, all of a sudden, like, we, we blinked our eyes, it was 8. And then all of a sudden, again, like, happened to go back to just yeah. chilling out and, like, hanging out. And then we looked at the clock again, it was, like, 9.15. And we were like, yeah. I guess we should go home. <laughs> yeah, and Katie and I were just, like, laying on the couch. Like, we laid on the couch. Yes. Literally from the... Literally. <laughs> <laughs> We laid on the couch from the time we got home from lunch until the time that she left. Like, we weren't drinking. Well, obviously, Katie wasn't. But, like, I wasn't drinking. We were just sitting there. And we were so full from lunch that, like, no food, no snacks. Yeah. Whatever. Just laying there, like, chatting and, like, watching Harry Potter, basically. And then our husbands and um, my brother-in-law were just, like, in the front. Oh, in our, in our dining room, basically. I don't know why they went in there. But they were weird. They were, like, sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah, they Standing. Were, yeah, standing, standing. Not sitting. And they were, like, shooting the shit, chit-chatting. They cracked open some beers. And they went outside really quickly for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. And then they came back in. And then they migrated into the dining room. Because Gil wanted to show pictures. Of oh, my God. They were just, the they, were, they were drunk, is what I was saying. Yeah. Gil, Gil was feeling good. They ran out of beer. And they were like, let's have bourbon. And I was like, this is horrible. Sunday five. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. So, thank God that they were all off today. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, t- I think Tom slept. I didn't, I didn't have off, but Tom, I think, slept till like, 10. Yeah, Gil got out of bed at, like, 9.30, and he laid on the couch all day. And we watched one of our shows, and then we watched Top Gun Maverick. And then when I was leaving, he's like, what do you want to watch now? I said, I'm going to Katie's. He said, you were just with her all day yesterday. <laughs> 
I said, yeah, but we didn't record and we didn't We're go to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> so I've had this gift card since Christmas. I spent my others. I had one more gift card left, which I still have money on it, thank God. But I was like, let's go to Barnes and Noble. We haven't been there in a while. You needed some retail therapy. Sometimes I just like to go and like look at the books and I'll leave with nothing. Same. It was but also like one of those, I don't know about you, but like when the weather starts warming up, like I love yes. just going to peruse the stores. Yes. I want to get out. It was really, the weather was great today. Yeah. Not complaining at all. No. But we get, so we go to the Barnes and Noble and. The Barnes and Noble. The Barnes and Nobles. I sound like a freaking boomer. Like the Google. Um, <laughs> and I. I, my new thing is because I have so many physical books that I have not read yet that I don't want to buy new books. So I was like, I'm going to use my gift card to just, if I like want to buy something that I've already read on like my Kindle that I don't own. So I'm, I finished, I finally got the last two books in the off-campus series because I owned The Deal and The Score because those were my two favorite. But I was like, you know what? I need Logan and Tucker's books. So Preach. I picked those up. And then I saw Georgie all along. Um, which I, I know that I want to read. So I was like, okay, I'll get that. And then... And then... The trauma of being like, should I get another one? Should I not? Should I? Should I not? Should I? I've been Just talking for months about wanting to read, like, another For-free Regency romance. I don't know, like, what it's been. But, like, I, like I, I don't want to say literally again. But I feel like over the summer I was, like, asking about it. I was like, what? Yes. Like, I was like, has anybody read, like, the... I, a picture, a portrait of a Scotsman was what I was asking about. I didn't realize that that was the third book in the series. I think they're all interconnected standalones. Anyway, long story short, I picked up um, Bringing Down the Duke as my fourth book. It took so. her only like 17 tries to... I kept picking up and putting it back. Literally. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I, but I like how we both walked in we're like, and we said, we're not going to buy books that we haven't read. Let's get books that we have read. Right. That's typically, I would, I would say nine times out of ten, we are going to hit a store. We, we do do that a lot. Yes. I walked out with three books that I have never read before. And they're all romances. Yeah. Who am I? Right? They're all romances? Um, the fairy. There's a, the encyclopedia, the fairy. Oh, one. yeah, the encyclopedia. But the cover yeah. was beautiful, and we've heard very good things. So I'm a little excited. I also have, I need to get, so I have a TBR cart, but it's at my in-law's functioning as something else currently and I have this grand idea well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use that card because I'm a stubborn little brat and it's teal and okay I'm making a tv so we again I'm moving I'm in a one bedroom I was gonna say, you can probably spray paint it I was thinking about that but I don't know if I want to look make it look tacky I don't think it would not in my life it probably it's metal right it's like right? mine yeah just yeah. different color yeah I feel like you could just spray paint it probably could we'll see to be determined okay um but there's obviously no place right now. There's a. There's no reason to bring a TBR cart to this house right now no. because I will be packing and leaving in a couple months. I but I am thinking I'm gonna do a TBR cart and put it in maybe Lilo's nursery. Okay. Yes. Because I mean I understand that at night maybe I will not have the opportunity to pick up a book, um, and I'm not gonna obviously like whip out a book late unless you guys tell me I can because then I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> If you, if, you inter- if you internet strangers tell me I can pop totally out a book play with my child. But at the same time, too, I feel like maybe during the day, it might not be a bad idea to, like, have a couple in the car. Yes. Just get to it whenever I'm in there with her. And I am going to put up, like, another, um, where my, I'm going to bring, like, put, I think I'm going to put a Kindle charger in there. Or I'll buy a separate one. Yeah. Or maybe I won't, because my Kindle's typically charged anyway. Anywho, you're catching my drift. I'm making a TBR cart for my kids' room for myself. 
Um, because she'll have her own library. But I had a point to this. And I forget what it is. But I'm gonna end my rant right there, because it's all I can remember. <laughs> I wanna be like, oh, it's pregnancy brain, but no, that's just Katie. That's just me. I get on these tangents and I lose myself. It's okay. It's for- so bad. We forgive you. But I will say, so I got into reading a long time ago, thanks to my grandmother giving me all like her Nora Roberts books, which if anyone's read it in Nora Roberts books, they're one fucking phenomenal. Two, there's like one sex scene, but I fucking lived for that shit. At 16, I was like fucking eating that shit up like cake. I was like, yeah, this is so fucking good. Um, and then I got into like Heather Graham, who also writes romances, but she tends to go on to more of like the paranormal side of things. Like, I don't know. Just pick them up if you ever, like, want to dabble. Yeah. But, um, I have... So, Indigo Ridge, you could qualify as, like, a romance mystery. Yes. Catherine Cowles. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Fucking Kindle Me Crazy. Because she kept... Her and Mary were posting about it so much. I went down a Catherine Cowles rabbit hole. And there's not, like, a ton of spice. But I think it's done so well because it's more about what is occurring with the plot. And, again, I know we say this all the time, too, like... Crazy amounts of mind-blowing sex might not be, like, the norm for many people. Yeah. So, like, one great... Like, there's multiple times, but, like, it's not, like, these big foreplay things. But the stories are really good. So, I, I dabbled... Well, I did Whispers of You, and then I dabbled with the Tattered and Soren series. And I have two books left. Um, so, I'm on, I'm on pause right now with them, because I really do need to get back to everything else that I should be reading right now. But... If anyone's in the mood for a lovely murder mystery, not a murder mystery, I'm sorry, a mystery romance, I highly recommend. That's good to know. I, yeah. I think that I would really like them. I definitely think you really like I them. I just know that I have so many other things to read. Um, what else have I been reading this year, though? Oh, I did. Okay. So, um, I read The Final Offer, which is Dreamland Billionaire's book three. Uh, so the fine print, terms and conditions, and then the final offer, which follows Cal. And I love Cal in the first two books. And I love Cal in the third book. But I have... Okay. I gave it four stars. Um, at first I gave it four and a half. And then, like, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, hmm. I don't know. There's just something about the storyline that, like, doesn't sit well with me. Okay. So Cal is a recovering drug addict and alcoholic. And I don't want to say he's recovered. Okay. So, he's been to rehab <laughs> twice. He struggles. He doesn't do drugs anymore, but he struggles with alcoholism. Like, he will go, like, days at a time without, or I want to say without having a drink. He's constantly ha- Are you okay? No. <laughs> Cal's an alcoholic. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to, like, say it any oh different way. Oh, my God. Okay. I love him, and I have no issue. Like, I, I just think that the fact that I wanted him to be... Okay, this is what I'm trying to say. I wanted him <laughs> to be, like, a recovering alcoholic who maybe has, like, a slip-up or something. Like, that to be the storyline. Because, to me, it doesn't make sense that he has been, like... Okay. Um, what's your name? Iris. Um, Declan's wife. From Terms and Conditions. Him... Uh, De- um, Cal and Iris are best friends. And she's, like, a great best friend to him. And his brothers, I mean, like, yes, they have, like, a kind of, like, not the best relationship, but, like, they're close. Like, he's definitely close with Rowan. Iris and Zara, from the first book, they have, like, a very good relationship with with Cal. 
and they go to brunch together all the time. They have like a group chat and it's called boozy brunches or whatever, something, Ooh. some shit like that. But like in what world are you like condoning and almost like influencing your alcoholic friend to continue to drink? That's like really fucked up. Right. And like, so that's like my issue with it is like, I don't think that Iris or Zara would bring Cal into situations with alcohol knowing that he is an alcoholic and like, you know, yeah. deals with like, like has been to rehab for like drug addiction and alcoholism. And I don't know, like I, I, I kind of had an issue with like, I guess like, I don't have an issue with it. I don't, I, I'm not an alcoholic. So like it wasn't triggering for me to read about. I just didn't like love how it was like dealt with with because it didn't make sense to me in the grand scheme of things like I think that if he was I think that they could have he could have been sober throughout the entire book and just been like it's a second chance romance he could have been sober he could have been like I went to rehab and I'm sober now back in the day the reason why things didn't work out was because of his drug addiction and his alcoholism and it could have still been about how the fact that she doesn't trust him because of things in the past having to deal with that I just like didn't I don't know, like, I had a hard time, even, like, her, the two of them getting together with her knowing that he's still drinking and doing things, it felt very, like, out of character Okay. for the female main character to be, like, not okay with it, but not, like, pushing him to, like, go to, re- I don't know, the, the that, like, the storyline, like, was weird to me, and also, like, the reason why he got, so, the reason why his alcoholism and like drug addiction like turned as bad as it did when he was younger was because he was like very young like drafted into the nhl and like by the time he turned like 21 he tore his acl and like his career ended but like your career career ending it's not a career ending injury no not anymore it used to be like 20 years ago right like it's not a career ending injury plenty of players have torn their acls and come back both People yeah. tear both. Like, if you typically tear one, like, sometimes you're prone Especially to when you're in your early 20s, like, you're healing a lot faster. Like, maybe yeah. season-ending injury, but not career-ending injury. Exactly. And... Total season-ender. Yeah, And, like, like yeah. the fact that he, like, played hockey, like, or, like, was, like, used to be in the NHL, like, never came up in any of the pre... It just kind of felt, like, out of left field to me, where I was like, is she only writing this, like, part of the story? Like, oh, yeah, he used to play hockey, by the way, like, because hockey romances... Are so popular, are so popular right, now. right now. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he could have been in, like, a car accident and got addicted to, like, opioids. And, like, that would have made more sense to me than, like, he played hockey. Yeah. It just, like, it felt very out of character for Cal to, like, be or, this, like, like superstar hockey player that got drafted ho- at, like, yeah. 18. Yeah. Or, like, if you wanted to do something sporty, like, okay, he was an athlete, but, like, got in, like, a little bit more of a serious injury. And, like, the whole thing is that he was, like, I never won a championship. I never won a Stanley Cup. And, like, okay. So many players don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I gave it a four. I was enjoying it while I was reading it. It was, like, after the fact that I was, like, hmm. I don't know. None of this is adding up to me. I have crazy neighbors. So, like, fucking scream. Yeah, so. they, so, sorry. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think No, that didn't open up, but we can um, hear it. I, and I, yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, that was a really long rant. <laughs> I read Mile High. You that did read fucking... Mile High, finally. I know. And, like, Xander's. Evan Zanders is daddy. Lit, like literally daddy. Daddy. But I fucking, we were saying this the other day too, I fucking love Stevie. Obsessed with Stevie. I was telling you yesterday that I saw a TikTok of some girl being like, Stevie's a pick me girl. And I have no. never felt so viscerally 
mad at somebody on TikTok before. Because <laughs> she's not. She's no. not a pick-me girl. Like, I want to be her best friend. Like, I will defend Stevie until the day that I die. If anybody has any shit to talk about her, come to me because I'll punch you in the mouth. You go, girl. Look at you standing up for yourself. Look at you standing up for my for friends. Controversy. Hey, what I say? You can pick on me all you want, but don't show. pick on my friends. You Stevie right. girl is my friend. She's so cool. I really enjoyed the story. It's probably, and again, I, I really haven't dabbled too far into like the hockey romances that Teresa has read. Um, but out of all the books I've read, Colty was my first my favorite, and Colty just got too fast. Sports romance, yeah. M- mile hot. Did I say that? You said hockey, but oh, sorry, it's sports romance. Um, I actually don't think I've ever read any other um, sports romance besides hockey romance. And Colty. Oh, yeah, soccer. <laughs> um, yeah, Mile High is incredible. I was obsessed. It is now my favorite sports romance. Um, I really enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the characters. Yeah. Like, I literally, like, it's a book that made me forget that I was reading. Yeah. Like, I... Oh my god, do not say literally I again. completely, we really need to work on this. This is terrible. I know. I don't know we why. We have so many years of education behind us. You'd think that we'd sound a little bit more put together and professional. Nope. Maybe we'd think before we spoke a bit more. I mean, I had years of therapy. You'd think that would come in handy. Um, anywho, it was just really good. And I'm glad you made me read it. I was in the mood. And then I was going to do the right move. Again, another amazing... It's book two. It's book two. And, and it's basketball, romance, not hockey. And I'm very excited because never, yeah. it's about Stevie's brother, and I'm very intrigued. Fake dating. I just love a fake dating. It is, girl. yeah. So it's basketball, fake dating, forced proximity. Um, oh my God, why can't I think? I mean, best friend's brother. So Indy yeah. from Mile High, who is like Stevie's best friend, they're um, flight attendants together. She moves in with Stevie's brother. There's like a whole thing. Um, Indy is cheated on by her long-term boyfriend of, like, seven... Six years. So, yeah, okay. Six years. And, um, she, like, gets home from, like, one of their trips. She walks into her house, and he is lit... <laughs> he's impaling her. <laughs> and he's she's... Fucking, yeah, he's fucking another girl in their yeah. bed, and she walks in on it. So and she, she needs a place to live. Yeah, she needs a place to live. So, Stevie's like, I'm moving into Xander's apartment. Why don't you stay with my brother? And she's like, to Ryan... Let Indy live with you until she can get on her own two feet. And Ryan's, like, really reluctant. But then they become the reluctant enemies to friends. to Like, to allies, to friends, to lovers. I'm excited. So it's going to be And it's that. very slow burn. And I love a slow burn. I'm very excited. But unfortunately... I convinced you to read The Daughter of No World. So. That and, like, just with everything else we have coming up, it's just going to work out that that'll be book number four <laughs> in my little yeah. mind TBR. The right move is another five star. Like it was so, it was so, 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 so good. I'm very excited. And he just... calls, Ryan calls Indie Blue. And honestly, you know how I feel about men who call their significant others blue. For Teresa's baby shower invite, I literally put Teresa. Did you literally do it? I literally did it. I think that because I called it out now, we cannot, I cannot stop saying it. Did we say, I don't think we say it that often prior to this episode. I think we say it. Literally? I think we use the word literally a lot. Because we're very literal about it. She literally did. You you literally did. I think we're trying to stress certain points and that is why we use the word so much. I am so ashamed it's like a curse. of myself. It's like, I, I mean, I curse a ton, but sometimes you just want to place like such emphasis on what's going on. Yes. 
Like, there's a difference between, like, you're being stupid and you're being fucking stupid. It's also how you, per- like, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta yes. fucking, like, literally. 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 Like, you say it's, ew, it's disgusting. Don't ever say it like that. <laughs> but, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's just, I feel like it's a good emphasis word and that's why we use it a ton. I also okay. just think it's a very American this thing. This is also why we will never write our own book. I mean, besides the fact that, like, who wants that? But, like... We can never write our own book because it would just be like the how word we speak. Like, um, and literally, <laughs> I know. Like, it would just. It well, would just, no. I think we would. We would do a good job reviewing it. We would have to write a romance book. Oh um, my! People who write fantasy books, I were my heroes. I can't. All authors of whatever genre you are, I think, are extremely just. Authors in general. So gifted, and I'm appalled that people can just come up with these ideas. Yes. Even even the ones that do, like, thrillers or mysteries, fantasy, like, the things you have to concoct in your mind and map out. Yes. I just, I really, you, you all blow my mind. I don't know how y'all do it. No. It's kind of incredible. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'd ever write a book. No one would want to read it. We'd Nobody get, get would want to read a single thing that I had to write. No. You know what's so kind of weird, though? What? So, when I finished The Daughter of No Worlds book two, and I started, like, book three, I think I got, like, three chapters in, and then I went to bed. I was, like, while I was falling asleep, I was, like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. That's too juicy. But... My, like, thoughts while I was falling asleep was as if I was reading the book. So I was almost, like, writing it in my head. I'm not going to lie. There are times where I will... I understand what you're saying. Okay. Because I've gone to sleep probably after reading a book. I just put it down. There was one day I actually woke up and I looked at my husband. And I was like, I think I actually would have a good idea. Yeah. Like, I wasn't... But dr- it was I didn't like- have, like, a dream about it. It was almost like... I felt like I was still reading. Oh, really? Like, I've had scenes play out. Oh, no. Like, I was like, oh, and then Max said this. Like, Oh, you know. Yeah. I legit had scenes. I almost, I almost texted you about this. But again, like, I, you think about it for a second. Because it sounds like a grand idea. Like, oh, my God, I had this one idea that I could just take and run with. And then I, I you sit back and you're like, well, you probably have to write. At least, like, C.N. Crawford, she writes a little bit of a shorter fantasy series of yeah. books. But... They're probably like 290 to 310, 315. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can come up with that many ideas I mean, and Twi- somehow like rope it all together. Twilight was a dream that Stephanie Meyer had. And then she just like woke up and was like, I'm going to write this book. Yeah. Which, but like, what brilliant creature are you that you could do that? Because I literally had the same idea and then sat there and giggled at myself. I, can, like, There's no pitch, I can pitch a million book ideas. Same. Somebody else has to write it down. Same. I'm not gonna lie. Before Morgan Elizabeth came out with the um, legally blonde spin, I was actually thinking like, how cool yeah. would it be if like it was like the scene where she essentially gets dumped, but like she's at dinner. Like I just, but I was like, oh my god, she wrote like that's so funny. Like I like I had those. Like, who doesn't have thoughts like that? Right, but we still, all like, we're like the same age, so it's like you know yeah. when you watch that stuff. <sighs> yeah, no, I could never do it. No, mm-mm. I wish I could. I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not that kind of level of creative. creative. I was going to say, like, it's not that I'm not creative, because, like, I think it's a different kind of creativity, because, like, coming up with the idea is probably, I don't want to say the hardest part, but being, like, um, having, like, an original idea, because I think a lot of times, too, it's, you read, if, like, you are a 
romance author, I think you read a lot of romances too, probably. And you have to come up with like ideas and like that are original and not just like stolen. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I love that book. So I, not that authors would purposely steal ideas, but sometimes I feel like you, it's hard to be original, especially when you read so much and are It's writing. like you're being influenced without even realizing you're being influenced. Yes. I hear you. Does that make sense? It does. Especially with fantasy worlds. I feel that is harder to be original because, or if you're, I mean, again, I don't know. I think there are some authors that just write and they don't read. Yeah. I feel like there are some. Yeah. So maybe that's, I don't know. I feel like I've read books where I'm like, this was clearly influenced by like this book. Which is totally okay. In some instances. Correct. Yeah. Like to an extent. Like but... I was not a fan of. I know what you're, what lies beyond. What lies beyond the veil. And I thought that it, I, I don't want to say this. I want to say this in a respectful way because it's somebody's work and just because I didn't like it doesn't mean that it was bad. But I felt like it was very, like, there was a lot of it that I was like, this is just, like, almost, like, from Blood and Ash, like, fanfic. But I don't want to say that because there's nothing wrong with fanfic. Like, we are doing, like, we're reading, like, the Hermione fan. Like, a lot of good books, like, are are based on fanfiction. So I don't want to even say that. It just, it felt... I don't even want to say it felt like a From Blood and Ash ripoff because I think that that's also rude to say, but it, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Like, a lot of the themes and the things that were happening, I was like, this is exactly what happened in From Blood and Ash. Hmm. I hear you. Anyway, not for me. I know it was popular, though, so if it was for you. Yeah, like, there's a lot of things that we don't like or we do like that others feel. But again, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Like just because someone doesn't like something. Yeah. That's also why, like, I used to rely heavily on reviews, too, when looking for books. And I've learned to read them with a grain of salt. Because what I like and what you like... Yes. ...are, are going to be... Even this, even the two of us. Like, we're, we're best friends. We read a lot of similar stuff. Yeah. But what rocked your world might not rock mine and vice versa. I mean, yeah, we've had that happen. Exactly. Multiple times. Like, yeah. it's just... That's okay. Like, and I think that's what's kind of cool... Because then you can hear other people's I can I, I normally, I if I'm like, do I want to read this or not, I'll read a couple five-star reviews and then like a couple like two-star yeah. reviews to see like what people liked and then like what people didn't like. Or I'll just go straight for the three stars because they're normally like very middle ground, like yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Or if I like loved a book, I'll go read like the really bad reviews on it and be like, hmm. Are these people making good points or are they just stupid? <laughs> there are books that I'm like, I love this, but I know why people don't. One million percent. And then there are books that are like, I love this. And if you don't like this, you're just like, you're wrong. <laughs> like if you, okay, like just because I just finished this, if you read the Daughter of No Worlds trilogy and you didn't like it, you're wrong. But like if you read Consider Me and you didn't like it, I understand. I loved it, but I understand if you didn't. Does that make sense? It does. It does. <laughs> I'm just over here laughing at you. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, you're a strongly opinionated individual and you clearly fucking loved it. So, oh well. And again, too, I would, I, <laughs> I will not say anything to anybody if I see a bad review on it. Like, I'll just keep scrolling. You know what 100%, I mean? Like, I would never I don't, I don't give a single fuck if you actually didn't like it. Like, it really doesn't affect my life. It doesn't. Which is how people should live their lives. Live their lives. I agree. Um, on that note, 
On that note, I'm starting secretly yours when I go home, probably. I'm going to continue to punt it at Fate. Yes. By Fate. Um, yeah, I actually didn't get the arc, so you're going to, I'll just, I have I'll it pre-ordered. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. I just, it's just stuff, again, like, she's just an author that I, like, thoroughly enjoy. She's just, like, a good, you know when, like, you find someone that you just can't go wrong with? Yes. That she's, like, one of those, like, her, Debney Perry, Tara DeWitt, um, I'm, like, trying to, like, low-key look at my bookshelf, because I just think there's Tessa Bailey, I think you just can't go wrong They're, with like, something. automatic, like, by, like, authors, yeah. where I'm, like, I don't want to like it, it's gonna be good. Right, I'm not, like, foaming at the mouth, like, oh my god, if I don't read this today, I'm gonna die, but I know that I'm gonna want to read it, like, shortly after it's and released, and I'm going to love it, it. Yeah. yeah. Like, sometimes it's nice to have those authors in your back pocket when you are struggling to find yes. something to read in between. Like, just before I was saying to you, too, like, I'm going to finish um, Play With Me on Audible, and I don't know what to listen to next. Like, I'm just in one of those, like, oh, well, yeah, what's next for me? I'm not quite sure. Um, and a lot, like, and I want to keep listening to, I usually do, like, a lot of fantasy on audio, and some of the, uh, some of the narratives do just, again, like, just an insane fucking job of reading these things. I don't think I have a pleasant voice. Like, I hear my voice and I'm like, Lord Jesus, people listen to this? People have been knocking down my door to narrate um, romantic comedies for them. And honestly, Literally? Like, I just have to turn them down because I just don't have the time. Your but voice. People love your my nose. voice. <laughs> your nose just needs to relax. Um, but I think it is a lot easier to listen to a romance book. It is. Because then you can kind of, you can still do something else and not lose where you are in a book if you if you tune out for like two minutes you're not gonna miss like no. you'll be able to pick right back up on what's going on whereas like if you tune out for a fantasy book for two seconds you really could kind of screw yourself yeah i only will listen to fantasy books on audible if i've already read them you know what book this is not on audio that i was thinking about reading but thrown in the dark i've been wanting to read it i this is when I started to realize I was not in the mood for fantasy because I started, I think I got like maybe 10% into this book and I was vastly confused on how the story segued into the story without giving any bit of information about the characters. Yeah. And I, I really think I blacked out. Like I must have like not been paying attention so I put it down because it's, ra- again, rated very well on Goodreads. Um, it seems like it's just a a favorite of people so I was like let me put this down and like re-go back I'll go back to it a different time mm-hmm. um but that's not what I want to do on audio but I just I don't know what to listen to next I'm a little I was even like looking at my wish list and I was like I don't think I want to do yeah like I have Katie Tucker Wild at Heart book two um The Simple Wild like I don't even know if I'm in the mood for that I, I want to tell you to listen to Heated Rivalry on Scribes because I love that book, but I don't know if the audio is good. Mm. So like, the book That's is phenomenal, but I don't know how. I heard that book one people didn't like love the narrator, but then okay. book two was it different? Well, let me see. Um, the long game is it the same narrator? Different narrator. I heard that the long game the narrator is great, and that the first book people weren't like that obsessed with the narrator. Okay. But I'm looking at the ratings right now on Scribes for it. And it's four and a half stars out of 257 reviews. That's not bad. Uh, for the audio, yeah. So, something to something to, something uh, to think consider. about. Yeah, I gotta figure something out, because I'm gonna definitely be able to finish it by tomorrow. Yeah, I started listening to Daisy Jones and the Six, because I read that book oh, right yeah. in the beginning of quarantine, so three years ago. 
and I want to get like a refresher before the show comes out. Very excited for the show. So the audio I've like heard really good things about and I'm only like maybe 45 minutes into it and it's really good. It's really good. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far, but, and it's not, it's not a long, it's not a long audio book. Um, I'm listening to it right now. Oh, at 1.5, which is like slow for me kind of. Um, and it's like five, I think it was like six hours. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Which that's my mom. Oh my God. So my mom's a diehard Elvis Presley fan. Like, I mean, yeah, your parents love Elvis. I can't even stress to you the obsession my mother and mother-in-law both have with Elvis Presley. Um, like, I'm surprised I actually haven't gotten calls every time my mom has been to Graceland to bail her to jail because they tell you in Graceland you can't touch anything. And this bitch has, like, rubbed her body on everything that she possibly can get to. And, like, my dad, I can, like, only imagine my dad just, like, standing there, like, rolling his eyes pretending he has no idea who this person is. Yep. Literally, every time I go, I make the joke. I'm like, well, I guess call if you need bail money and just give me your bank account so I can get the bail money for you. Seriously. <laughs> um, so I, I gifted the book Daisy Jones the Six to my mother-in-law last year for Christmas. She never read it. Um, she was on like a big Kristen Hannah kick. And then she forgot about it. So like she's the woman is she's like us, if you're listening. And like she just has like crazy amounts of bookshelves. Like she put yes. it on a shelf and forgot about it. So then my mom turns around to me and was like, did you see that Elvis Presley's granddaughter is like starring in this show? She's like, it's called, I was like, I, like, I spit it out to her. She's like, oh, how do you know? Like, she like said, like, Riley's name. Like, she's like, like, it's like, she knows Riley. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Riley. My, you, guys, yeah, yeah. you girls know Riley, don't you? And I was like, listen, lady, it's, it's, it's a book. Like, it's come, this TV show's coming from the book. So she's like, well, now we need to read this. So I had it, I ran out and got it for her from Target. Pray tell, let's, I don't even think this woman has picked about. Probably not. But I also, like, turned to my mother-in-law, and I was like, because she was, again, also extremely ecstatic for the TV show, and I was like, again, I bought you the book. I don't even know if she's read it yet. Actually, I think I saw it out on the kitchen table the other night. It's, like, oh my god, I forgot all about this book. I'm like, I know. Like, I you love, need to read it. Like, I loved the book. The book was incredible. Yeah. It was so freaking good. But yeah, they're, they're just diehard fans, but I'm very excited for the TV show. I think it's going even good, but I'm also dying to hear the music because they make yes. out the music in this in the books to be. Have you seen that? You watched incredible. the trailer? Yes, I have. It lo- it looks incredible. It looks incredible. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Anytime Reese Witherspoon posts something, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm salivating. I know. Daisy Jones and the Six is like one of the. I mean, I read Where the Crawdads Sing, and I really did like it. Um, but Reese Witherspoon's picks sometimes, I'm like. I actually, so when I was... Um, not a huge fan of, of some of, of a lot of them. Yeah, I can agree with that. So, like, there was, a, there was a couple that, like, kind of weren't that bad. So, my one coworker, hi, Lauren, um, she's a big reader, and she was going off of their list with, like, her book club girls. Mm-hmm. I read the Sanatorium, which was on her list. Okay. It gives you very creepy vibes. Not too creepy where, like, you don't want to sleep, like, barely creepy. Right. Um, but, like, creepier. Okay. And it is a, I guess it could be, like, a murder mystery as well. Okay. Um, I actually did not think it was that bad. Okay. But there was, I'm, like, scrolling through my Goodreads, because there was something else I remember reading being, like, missed the mark with me. But, oh, um, it was Lucy Folly. Oh. The guest list. Yes, I was saying, not the I Paris thought it, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it up until the, I don't even want to say I didn't 
not like it. I don't want to spoil it because there's really no other way to say it to spoil it, but uh, so I won't. Um, so if you've read it, you get what I may be saying, or you really liked the ending. Um, but there's a way like it ends and everything kind of like comes full circle. Okay. And it's just, it was too like neatly tied up in a bow for me. Like I understand like crazier fucking things have happened in the world and like there's no such thing as coincidences, but there's just no way. I have a, and this is not anything to do with like mysteries, but just in general when like books take a turn at the end and you're just like, that makes no sense based on like the last 300 pages I just read. It gets me so mad. This one made sense. I understand why it was just too neatly tied up. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to spoil it. So if you don't want to spoil, if you don't want to hear what I have to say, come back in in like 10 seconds. You're not going to read it, right? I don't give a shit. So like, <laughs> it, it clearly like the back, in, I, again, I'm going to get this all wrong, but like there is a murder and everyone that was like involved trying to solve, like to figure out what happened or that was affected ends up at this wedding. And, like, they get revenge on the person, the groom that was there. Okay. Because he's the groom now, like, marrying this girl. Like, it's, like, this whole big thing. It's just too neatly tied that, like, every single person that was affected is at this wedding or, like, working the wedding. Like, who would have thought, like, how would you have, sorry, how would you have known, like, the bride was going to pick this location? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's no way it would have been that neatly tied up to where, like, every single person affected, like, the groom did something also to the bride in the past and, like, her sister, like... Yeah. It's just way too inter-convoluted. Right, it's not like they're, like, a friend group where they would all be at the same wedding together. Yeah, like, and, like, like, the staff is, like, that is working the wedding and that own the island were also affected. So, like, again, this is just, like, too neatly packaged up for me. Yeah. But I was really enjoying it up to a certain point. And, like, I I was like... (gasps) Like, I read a couple, like, chapters, but yeah. then I was like, oh, that's not, that's not plausible. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just, that's, a, that just That's annoying. Happen. That yeah. was, I mean, not the same at all, but I just read, or I listened to, actually, on audio, um, The Deal Dilemma by Megan Brandy. So, Say You Swear, one of my top reads of 2022. Um, phenomenal, amazing book. So, I was like, all right, The Deal Dilemma, it was like, the audio was free on KU. So, I was like, all right, I'll download it. And it wasn't bad, like... It wasn't great. I'm happy I listened to it and didn't read it. Okay. It's like, this girl's like a virgin and she wants like her childhood like friend to like take her virginity and they come up with this like deal where he'll like, it's, Say You Swear was like, I felt like so amazing that I thought that this was just kind of like a very fillery kind of book. But then like the end just took this like random turn where it was like, the brother comes back and like he's a drug addict and like an alcoholic and like he gambles too much and there's like bookies like coming after them and the boyfriend like he needs to like fight to pay off these debts and then there's murder then somebody gets murdered and then at the end like the boyfriend's like an MMA fighter I'm like what what the fuck just happened like none of this makes sense to me like it just like it was the whole story is about this girl wanting to lose her virginity to like her child like one of her childhood best friends and it was, like, spicy and, like, tension and there was banter and it was, like, cute, whatever. And then all of a sudden there's, like, people are getting, like, the brother gets murdered. I it literally just went, it went off the rails. And then, like, I just, did, I don't like a very, like, alpha, like, type of, like, male main character. Like, so the female main character, I forget all of it. Her name is Davis. Um, she is a 21-year-old virgin graduating college. Nothing wrong with that. But, like, she doesn't have any friends. She has one friend. 
And her one friend happens to be a guy. So when she starts hanging out with uh, whatever the fuck his name is, not important, um, crew, crew, um, which I was hanging out with crew and he's like, Oh, you can't be friends with guy. Like he, and like, then all of his friends become her friends. Like she has no life of her own. It just, I hate that. Yeah. How are you 21 year old girl in college with no friends? And then like, you just like let him dictate, like the one friend you have, you let this boy dictate if you like, whether or not you can be friends. If, if my boyfriend treated the only friend I had with such disrespect, I would be like, get the fuck out of my house. Agreed. Don't take that shit. Anyway, so, yeah, I don't recommend. <laughs> but <laughs> that's it. Moral of the yeah. story. Moral of the story, don't recommend the deal dilemma. Um, I hate, I hate that. I hate that. So I hate, like, that al- that whole, like, alpha man trope. And I hate when, like, the girl had, like, nothing going on for her except for her boyfriend. Yeah, because, like, I'm sorry, every single, like, every could... Her entire life just started revolving around him. She started hanging out with all of his friends and, like, their, like, wives and girlfriends. And then she started working at his bar and, like... He would like show up places that she was and be like, you can't like she he like she went to a water park with his friends and he got mad at her because like she was hanging out with like other guys. Like I and like he like you know what? No, actually the more I think about it, the more I'm like actually you're fueling your fire right now. I really am. I fucking hated it. (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't like this. Honestly, like I think I gave it a three and a half stars on good reason. Like now that I'm talking about it and getting heated, like I wanna go go back and I'm gonna go back and change it. Um, but yeah, that's all that I have. What about, is that, are you good? Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) We can end with that, I guess. Um, yeah, I gotta go to Goodreads now and change my, change my rating. Oh my god. Uh, next week, Secretly Yours, Tessa Bailey. Be excited. We are. Then, Filling the Tea with a Megan Brandy interview. Not Megan Brandy. Oh my god, because I just said Megan Brandy. Megan Quinn interview. Sorry. Um, and then... Breath mints and battle scars, which is our first Hermione fanfic. I'm fan. really excited. Same. But it's filling the tea. And then we're going to try to do a reread of Court of Silver Flames so that we can review that by the end of the month because we did our Akatar um, books one through three reread back in like September. Yeah, I think so. September, October? Jesus. I know. Um, and we didn't get to a Court of Silver Flames, so we want to do that. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the March calendar. Yeah. It'll be released. Um... In a few days. Okay, we'll, we'll throw it up on Instagram so you guys can follow along. And then, yeah, tis all she wrote. Tis all she wrote. So we will uh, talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub dot book club one at gmail.com we appreciate your support see you fuckers